0: You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, Season 3, Episode 25, titled... Reaching the End. Welcome everyone, this is Jim, and welcome to another episode of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, and today we're going to be talking about the finale of Kingdom Hearts 2. Bill, how are you doing? And give me one word to describe how you felt about the finale, I guess you would say, at this point.
1: Well, to be honest, I'm feeling a little cold because I'm doing this in the, the basement of my house right now, <laughs> so I'm feeling a little, a little cold, but... As far as the finale goes, I would say it was kind of an epic ending. Yeah, I think
0: some people would argue this might be the best ending to a Kingdom Hearts game of any that have come out. So let's get right to it. We last left you with the, um, what, was, what was the last thing that we left off at?
1: They went through the door and they met uh, Xemnas again.
0: Xemnas, yeah, Xemnas, right. Zenith.
1: I know yeah. I, I pronounce
0: the A. I a. I kind of like it because I get I think you get the N A S and you think of Nas like the rapper, The singer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, go and ahead. Lil
1: Nas X as well. So a Lil Nas X, of course, yes. Yeah, both. So both of them actually. Um, so we get right into it, and Zenith. You know, he basically pushes Mickey and Kyrie through back. Through the door right. on the other side, and we have Sora, Riku, Donald, and Goofy gonna fight Xemnas, right. but it, he's in a different form. And this
0: time. Well, you're not gonna mention that Xemnas can apparently throw buildings at Sora?
1: Oh, <laughs> I got well, he becomes this king, and yes. he sits in his throne. So I'm thinking to myself, the first time I'm seeing this, I'm thinking to myself, this might be the best thing ever for a villain. You know, Mm. you don't have to get up, you don't have to, you just, you know, just swing and hit whoever comes your way. Right. But it doesn't really work out that good because um, he gets beat kind of easily, Mm. I thought. So... He's beaten and he asks Sora, you know, about the dark and the light. And Sora tells him that, you know, there's nothing that separates the dark and the light. And then I think Zenus asks another question about the heart before he disappears. So then, you know, they think we've done it. We, We we've done it, it's done. Let's go home.
0: Now, before we continue on with this, uh, I mentioned on the last episode that there was one more Secret Ansem Report, and you get right. the Secret Ansem Report after you beat the first form of Zemnis. Yes. And so I'm going to take the time now to read Secret Ansem Report number 13. Here we All go.
2: Right. My long and drawn-out revenge is nearing its end. Xehanort, who took everything away from me, though as a heartless... He is no more, as the leader of Organization thirteen. his ambition once again is to capture Kingdom Hearts, the most colossal heart of all. His Heartless had attempted to draw out the great darkness of Kingdom Hearts, created from the hearts of all worlds. His nobody, however, is now almost finished gathering human hearts to be assimilated into Kingdom Hearts as well. The Fool! Only one mystery remains... How did Xehanort manage to open the door that appeared in the basement of my castle? No. Any theory posited now, when everything is nearing completion, would be meaningless. Roxas. Ansem. Nomine. They defy all logic. Yet, there they are. Singular exceptions to the rule. The theories proposed by me by Organization thirteen have been blown to pieces by a handful of strong-hearted individuals. Sora, Kairi, Riku. Ah, yes, Riku. Though his heart had its weaknesses, making it prone to darkness, he found support in the hope he discovered beyond suffering. His hope allowed him to stand his ground and turn the darkness to his heart from an enemy into his greatest weapon. When all this is over, it is my fervent hope that he will be able to return with Sora to his island. If I can, I should return to Radiant Garden to look once more upon the beautiful water, the lovely flowers, and the hopeful smiles of the people. Dear King... My friend, I believe that, at some point in time, you will come across these, my truthful accounts, how I wish I could have chatted with you again. I was a fool, obsessed with revenge. Forgive me.
1: Okay, so, the first thing is, Ansem is technically still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, because from the last episode, remember he had that speech with Mickey and I compared it to Star Wars with Obi-Wan. So, right. Um, I, I think this means Handsome is at peace now because he has realized and has recognized the people that have basically saved what he originally had created.
0: mm mm-hmm. Well, in the whole the whole basis, I feel of the Secret Anson report is him realizing that he caused a lot of this that's happening yeah. right now. He's the one that started looking into the experiments, and granted, his apprentices definitely betrayed him. It seems according to his reports but had he not even looked in the first place none of that would have happened Mm -hmm. and then he also mentioned in other parts of the report how well actually no he didn't say it in the report but he basically says he was trying to right his own wrongs because mickey mouse at one point says to him why didn't you come to me when it got so bad Mm -hmm. and he said it was his Revenge. It was more of a priority than actually making things right. So I think that's what all these really are the theme of. And him self-realizing what he's done is wrong. And also, let's not forget, this is him clarifying that the original Ansem report from Kingdom Hearts One was not him. Right. That it was an impostor pretending to be him,
1: basically. Mm-hmm. Alright. So now that we've got that. Yes. Um, Riku has a talk with Sora and he's worried about, you know, how people are gonna think of him when they call, you know, when they get back to the island. Right. And Sora is like, Oh, they're gonna go like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it gets a laugh out of him at the very least.
1: Yeah, it does. I I wish at times this was like a video podcast so they could have <laughs> seen uh, what I was doing with. Anyway. So, now they're ready to go. Well, at first Riku calls a portal, but right. then he can't
0: because, mm-hmm. well, Mickey Mouse is the one that says that it's because he doesn't belong in
1: the Dark Realm anymore. Right. So, you know, they can't do it and then all of a sudden there's a portal that does open but it's Naminé that opens it but they don't know that. So, the first individual that we see that goes through is a returning Pluto, because right. we haven't Again, seen him in a while. He just comes at the
0: beginning. Well, actually, he wasn't even at the beginning of, the, of this game, but no, remember in the first game, this is the same thing. All of a sudden, after Traverse Town, he was gone until
1: one of the post credit scenes. Yeah. <laughs> so Pluto goes first. Uh, the order doesn't really matter, but... Mickey, Donald, and Goofy eventually, like, they go right away. And Kyrie, you know, like, she's almost there. Sora's almost there. But then we get this meeting of Naminé and Roxas. And they have this talk. And it's kind of like thanking the other in a way. Mm Mm-hmm. For what they did to, to help the other person. Well, also
0: it's a callback to the very beginning of this game when mm-hmm. Namine says one of my favorite lines is when Namine says to Roxas, "Don't worry, you won't disappear." And then Roxas' first line after that is, "I'll disappear." I'm like, no, <laughs> he just she just said that you won't disappear. Right. But she says in that in that um in that scene, you may it was it like you may not know. I may not know it's you and you may not know it's me, but somehow we'll see each other again.
1: Mm-hmm. So after that we get a we get a shake, we get a rumble. Mm-hmm. Kyrie goes through the portal, but Sora and Riku don't. The portal closes. And it looks like the castle is starting to collapse. Because there is this giant robotic looking dragon. Yes. That is flying by. Can I can I, I'd like to share I
0: wish I remembered where I got this from, but I'd like to share a theory from someone that's been neither confirmed nor denied about right. this dragon.
1: Okay. I
0: personally love it, but I don't see anything even me who's played the whole game series at this point that indicates if this was true or false. Mm-hmm. I read somewhere years ago or, or heard somewhere years ago. I don't remember where I heard this from. Do you remember the dragon that you had to fight in uh in Mulan World, the land of dragons? Yeah, I believe I do, yeah. Yeah, remember that dragon? So mm-hmm. according to the um the the main guy, the the, the emperor, the the emperor yeah. He mentioned that he was warned because that there's an ancient dragon that lives there and like in the mountains and they should be warned about it. That dragon that you fight is a heartless dragon because it had the heartless symbol on it. Ah. Now, what if it's a case where the ancient dragon died? The heartless dragon is the one you fought in Mulan world. And this one right now that we're talking about is the nobody of that dragon. That's very possible. I don't expect them to ever answer it because, right? <laughs> but, but I just I love that theory, and I, even if it's not true, I I like to think in my head that that's the case. That this is the nobody yeah. of that ancient dragon who died. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead.
1: No, that would make sense. So. As this this building is collapsing, um, there's this flying machine, like it it looks like a like a flying motorcycle because it yeah. has the seat and then the side passenger.
0: Right.
1: So Riku gets on the main side. He gets on the he gets on the driver. R- Sora. It looks like he just makes it onto the side. <laughs> so that was a good thing that, you know, they did for the game. Mm-hmm. So then they have to fend off the shots from the drag. Kind of block them. Yes. Then after they've done that, they have to go inside... And they fight Zemnus again. Right. For a second time. And my thought is now Oh great. He didn't do anything the first time sitting on his butt fighting, dressed <laughs> like a king. Let he probably won't do anything on the second time around. I mean the only
0: thing that I caught this time around, unless I missed it the first time around, is he does do some twinting. Like two of the things that he says I wrote down is he goes Nothing is eternal. And then mm-hmm. this one, which is...
1: Sora. Are you sure you can trust Riku? hmm So... You beat him there again. And then... What looks like he stole something from Cruella DeVille. Mm. He's in a black and white <laughs> jacket. And they have this talk again. And... Then they battle one more time? Mm-hmm. So this is the third time you have to beat this guy.
0: And then... I mean, it you- does it does follow form from Kingdom Hearts 1. In If you remember in that one, you beat Ansem on the island. Mm-hmm. Then you fight him in... Like, after you beat him on the island, he goes into some other space. Right. And then you beat him there. And then he turns into a giant ship.
1: Right. And then beat him there. So this is following suit pretty much. So as you're doing this and there's one part and I'm not making this up. It looks like if you have seizures, you might not want to play the end of the game because there is this part where Sora and Riku are fighting off all these lasers, yep. and the lights just keep flickering on all over the place, and they're moving all over the place. And I'm just like, welcome to seizure world, the happiest seizure on Earth.
0: <laughs> by the like, way, it- that is by far, like to me at least, the hardest part of this boss battle, because in all that time that you're watching them block all this, you have to alternate, and I think it's hit... The triangle button and Repeated. I believe the let yeah not repeatedly no it's like one it's not it's it's not the same button mm-hmm. you have to alternate between the two right. and you saw how long that was you try doing
1: that for what seems like a solid minute you're gonna get yep. tired really so they beat Xemnas Zemnas for the third and final time. <laughs> And then as he disappears, you know, Riku and Sora, they gather, you know, like they gather themselves. And Riku asks Sora if he can help him, you know, get to where they're going. And this is after Riku has collapsed Mm -hmm. from this fight. Then they go back. I, 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 no, they're sent back to the island, but it's all dark. Well, they're in the dark realm. They, right. They wind up there, and it's
0: just... That's where the beginning of the game was, where you saw... Well, now we know it was Roxas and Zemnis talking to each other. Uh, but that's, you know, where... I think it's believed that that is, like, the beginning or the end of the dark realm it's it's unclear to me but i know for sure it's not the middle of it that's
1: right. that's what i know so then we get this part where i swear this could have been a movie cuz they have this dialogue of talking and you know they say like oh well the one thing that you can't replicate is i have you you're my friend mm-hmm and you know it's kind of the same thing and then Riku says something about like you've got it here i thought he was talking about the necklace but he was talking about the heart mm-hmm. and then as they're sitting there on the beach here comes this bottle and there's a note in it mm-hmm. and the note is from kyrie it's the it's the bottle that kyrie sent at the very beginning of the, the game at the beginning yeah so Sora reads it, and then there's this portal that opens to the light, mm-hmm. and Riku and Sora go through it, and <laughs> this part I kind of thought was funny. As you see, like they're now back in the light on the island. There are these two like, star-like figures flying down, and I'm just thinking to myself, they must be screaming, going... I, I would be freaked out if I was Yeah, me. you know. <laughs> like like the old cartoons. And and yes folks, I didn't scream real loud cuz I did not want to ruin your earbuds. Thank you. I did much appreciate Sure, yeah, for yeah. everyone out there. <laughs> so, they land in the water and they both see Kairi. And, you know, they swim back, or they swim to the beach, and Sora is about to get to Kairi when Mickey and Goofy or Donald and Goofy jump on him and they're celebrating that he's back and then you see Mickey and Mickey's running to Riku and Riku lifts him up in the air (laughs) and it's kind of weird but it's a happy moment because they're now all back together yes and it's basically a celebration So that's where it ends before we get to the credits, Mm -hmm. which, first of all, Jim told me, you know, off air, you have to watch the credits, you cannot, you know, you can't skip the credits. Right, because there's always,
0: which is, I like when RPGs in general do this, is they tell you, hey, now that your journey's over, here's what is going on all over the world,
1: like it's an RPG trope that I actually really liked. I just want to say that I would like some of my time back because Oh, you like it? Okay. Well no but I mean before we saw what the results were. It was like come on like I've had like the fi- like I've going like five minutes and then I look like I, I go to look at the video and I'm like, There's still ten more
0: <laughs> minutes A lot of people worked very hard to make this game build.
1: Yeah, they did. (laughs) All right. So,
0: what do we learn from the post-credit stuff?
1: Okay. Well, we learned
0: like we start off with Mickey and Minnie are back together.
1: Yes. Oh, and Scrooge made it to the kingdom. Yeah, Scrooge made it back. Scrooge raided! Yay! Um. So yeah. Not only knows when the last time Mickey saw Minnie
0: before this. (laughs) I I haven't seen you. He's been gone since before Kingdom Hearts one. Remember, he never came back. Right. Instead of going home, he went to Castle Oblivion.
1: She could have gotten a divorce and married somebody else. <laughs> she probably
0: else. could have.
1: Okay, so there's that. Um, the struggle Mula. continues. What was yeah, that? I, I, have the, I have the list. Oh, yeah, I'll have a group yeah group go lead. right ahead because I'm going to forget something. Okay, the struggle
0: continues in case you forgot about that. Mm-hmm. That was from Twilight Town. and It's it's become the national pastime of Twilight. I guess Twilight. so, yeah. For some reason, Winnie the Pooh marches with his friends. <laughs> mulan and shang i guess go to kiss and they're interrupted by the soldiers who clumsily make their way into onto the scene
1: right
0: this one i think is super important
1: beast is human yes i i did notice that because the first part you see him as the beast but as the camera turns around he becomes human and to me when,
0: when i saw that Maybe not the first time I saw it, but certainly, you know, years later on a replay, my thought was, "Huh, I guess they're pretty, pretty set with maybe not using Beast anymore in this series." Because, is even though the end goal for Beast was always to, uh, to get rid of the curse, mm-hmm. no one, no one clamors for human Beast on any kind of merchandise. Right. Except for, actually, no, that I'm going to stand corrected a little bit. Uh, I think Human Beast is part of the Descendants movies. The what? The Descendants movies. Have oh, not heard oh, about oh, the Descendants?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah okay.
0: All but right. even so, I don't think he has many lines because it's more about the kids than their actual parents.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Then we have Hercules rebuilding the Colosseum, and I wrote that down. Orin goes back to dying. <laughs> I know, I, I thought that too. Uh, but but it, it's a nice nod that you won't understand it, but I kind of do. the The, the little lights that come around after he leaves it means something if you've played Final Fantasy X. Okay. So that's I thought that was pretty cool. Then Jack Sparrow sailing around, nothing much there. Mm-hmm. Jack Skellington plans for Halloween. Nothing there. Nothing really there. Tron gets an upgrade? Question mark? <laughs>
1: mm,
0: well, I mean, so, 21st century. So it shows Tron, and he's holding his arms out to get the disc, just like when they had to uh, get the thing for the quest to battle the, uh, the MCP earlier in the game. Mm-hmm. So my assumption, because that was an upgrade, is that this is another upgrade. Yeah. Then I noticed something that has nothing to do with um, Kingdom Hearts at all, really, except for... During this time, you also see the voice actors and actresses on the side. I, I did see that. And the one that caught my eye was, surprisingly, Vivi. Vivi yeah. the, by Melissa Disney. This Disney. Now I'm really curious if, like... I mean, let's face it. We we the we watched this whole game. Vivi did not have that many lines. Vivi had maybe two lines total, other than the laugh. So I'm wondering now. Like, do you want to look up to see how, Melissa, how old Melissa Disney is?
1: Okay, so she is as of this recording, okay. fifty one years old.
0: All right. So now my this came out in two thousand six. So now I want you to minus. Whatever many years twenty twenty two minus two thousand six.
1: So she would have been in her mid thirties, like thirty five, thirty six.
0: Okay, because I was wondering if it was just like a little kid. That's um. Not well, apparently,
1: there's a couple of side notes here I do want to mention about her. Sure. She has claimed to be a very distant relative of Walt Disney. Okay. And. I think, looking at this, this is her most famous role. <laughs> the she DG was... Well, no, 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 no. The next thing. Oh, okay. She... She is the voice of Ginger Foutley. Does that does that name ring a bell? Absolutely not. Okay. That's the main character on the Nickelodeon show as told by Ginger. I don't know if you remember oh, that I show. Oh, I
0: remember the show, yeah. I, I, she. I
1: so she is Ginger.
0: Wow. And going with a competing company, Nickelodeon. Wow, how about that? Like, they both do kids' shows for the most part. Mm Mm-hmm. So there you go, people. We learned about Melissa Disney this episode. Yep. Then we're shown Mickey being late to work on the steamboat. Yep. Aladdin and Jasmine fly around. Nothing much there. Ariel and the prince get married. Prince Eric. I bet you were excited. I kind of was, cause I'm thinking like, oh well, at least we can skip that. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Simba's daughter is born. I believe it's a daughter, right? Cause Simba. Right. Lion King two is is the is a daughter. Is the
1: daughter. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay.
0: Then there a son comes later on though, right? And he runs, um, a show on Disney Junior. Mhm. It is his son, right? The main lion yeah. on that on that show. Okay. Uh, then we have the, in what might be the most important thing that we need to learn here. The three fairies steal Yuffie's ice cream. That happens.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: And then finally, something pretty meaningful again to kind of th- get things full circle. Sora goes to the secret place in Destiny Islands yeah. and sees the drawing that Kairi made for him in Kingdom Hearts 1. Mm-hmm. If you remember... The end of Kingdom Hearts One had Kyrie discover the drawing of those two and then yep. she drew something. Yep. So this is now him seeing it. And then we get a one of two post credit scenes, the other one you did not see, we're gonna save that for the finale. Right. But here's why you talk to me about this post credit scene.
1: Okay. So we're still on the island. Riku is relaxing, hanging out with Sora. And, oh, that's where Riku talks about the, the hard thing. That's, I
0: thought so, but I also could have seen it where you said and I was like, mm, he might be right with that.
1: Yeah. So as they're talking, here comes Kairi with a bottle. And Riku looks, or Sora looks at the bottle, and there's the Mickey Mouse like logo. So he opens the bottle, takes the letter out, opens it he riku and kairi look at the letter and that's it Mm -hmm.
0: so like i said next time for the well for the finale one of the things you're going to do is we'll watch the other secret ending um Mm -hmm. and then also we're going to bring back one final time for this season your board of love and hate
1: all right
0: uh I guess I can't ask you for theories or predictions because no. it's the end for the most part. I guess, what did you... And you could go more into depth on this on the next episode, but like, what were your overall thoughts on this whole experience? Because this is probably the most... If I were to take a poll of 100 Kingdom Hearts fans that followed every single game, I would be willing to guess... At least sixty or sixty-five percent of them would say that this is the best Kingdom Hearts game in the series.
1: Okay. Well, being that this is the second one, they you know, they I I thought they had a lot more resources. Mm-hmm. So they were able to do more, and it obviously shows in the game they had a lot more new characters old characters new places stories
0: well i think i I think a testament to that is probably that you have to remember when when this was first pitched out and i know you don't really follow video game news so you wouldn't have followed it Mm -hmm. around this time right but this was a very like disney and final fantasy this is a pretty good shift that that's not going to work Right and and I mean I think we talked about this that I had heard that in Kingdom Hearts one the only reason why Mickey is in that one scene is because that's the only scene Disney would allow him to be in. Mm-hmm. So y- between that and and Chain of Memories I think the the trust was there more for Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah. To use more worlds and stuff that like. Maybe Disney might not have been open to right from the get go, like Tron or like um, maybe even Lion King, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's I think that's part of the the reason why it's more expanded,
1: yeah, but go ahead, continue with what you were saying. I think with this game I, I I didn't mind the repeats because i I thought that there were some stories from the first one that didn't really have a conclusion like beast and Bell I thought that needed to continue um I I mean little mermaid as much as I you know wanted to go crazy sometimes with that world I understood that needed to continue um uh, Agrabah was another one
2: mm-hmm.
1: um that needed to have a continuation there um I think where it where it's gonna what ultimately decided if I, you know, would say it's better or not than the first one, is where the story went, mm-hmm. and what I'm where I'm going for this is there were times with this one where it's like they're going a straight road, straight road. And then they, you know, make an unnecessary turn to a story that doesn't really need to happen or need to be seen. And that's where it kind of lost me Mm -hmm. on this one. Well, it's a very, like we
0: saw, it's a very long game in general. I mean, the gamer's little playground movie... was 13 hours. Which was about 13 hours. And that's not including really actual... Like, I know he puts actual gameplay, but if you're playing it as a game, you got to add X amount of hours to that. So yeah. it's a very, very... Well, especially for the time, now that I'm thinking about it, 2006. Mm-hmm. I mean, nowadays, we kind of, as, as a gamer, most people, I would say, for your $60 or whatever, actually, like, if you gave them a... 10 hour story some people would feel jipped off about that because it's so little content like I feel like we've normalized um, long gameplay which I'm not against but also I I don't want it to be long just for the sake of being long like that's the whole thing with me Um, but yes so so far like what do you let me ask you let's ask you this because I was going to ask you this next week but I'm going to ask you it now because we have some extra time what do you 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 watched three you we've gone through three of these games already yeah what in general do you like and not like about the series wow if you need more time to think about that I can definitely we can save it to next week but if you want to give me like any uh a off the off your head answer and then you can either clarify it or deny it next episode right. I'm fine with that too I think what I like about the game i guess is... what, here, i guess hold on here's what I'm, i guess here's what i'm asking you i'm asking okay. you like because there's a lot of ways you can look at this uh you could look at it obviously you're limited with gameplay because like you're not playing the game Mm-hmm. but i mean like do you care only about the disney stuff do you actually care about Sora, Riku, kairi and the non-disney characters what the organization storyline versus the storyline of the first game where it was a bit more simpler Uh, The world building in itself, you know, like... There's a lot of aspects to Kingdom Hearts in general. So, like, that's kind of what I'm looking for is, like...
1: With the exception of Atlantica, I thought what I really like is there's personality with the characters. Okay. What I don't like... Is how and you know it's not anyone's fault. Someone like me, who has never played Final Fantasy, yeah, would not know any of these characters. Sure, they don't. From what I see, and and again, this is the early 2000s when the you know early mid 2000s when it came out. If you don't know who these characters are, you're kind of like oh. Okay, that person's there. So unless they had a guide that came out, which I think they would because, you know, that's what we used to get. Like if you play right. video games, it would be the guide. Um, That's, I think, what I dislike is, because you know, it, and because of you, I know, you know, who these characters are. the You know, the ones that I don't know, don't recognize. So... That's where I think I don't like it, but again, that that's only for people like me who never played Final Fantasy. Sure, so it's not much of a, not not much of a, you know, like a gripe
0: there. No, and I, and I totally understand where you're coming from. Like, I'll give you a good example that I think, I think people might be able to relate to. I'm gonna relate it kind of to Marvel, and and what I mean by that is, like, so. Which movie was it? I don't know. It was a movie that came out recently. Mm -hmm. And one of the post-credits scenes of the movie, I was like, I don't know who... What what does this even mean? Why Why do I care about this? But the reason I would come to find out is the reason I didn't care about it is because I've never seen Captain Marvel. Right. See, I'm very choosy when it comes to my Marvel... Uh, my Marvel watching. I don't, I'm not someone that watches every single movie. I mean, that's surprise, that's more than Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> and Kingdom <laughs> Hearts is a lot. Right. Uh. So I get what you're saying, and that you, if you don't know the person or there's nothing that says anything, you know, I totally get that. But like, I, overall, what about the main kiss of what, like, Sora, Kyrie, Riku, and the organization. Basically I'm talking about the non-Disney I'm talking about the Kingdom Hearts originals, I guess you would
1: say. Created Uh, for the series. You know what? There wasn't any that I hated, honestly. That's good. Um they I, I thought they each had their own you know, like uniqueness and some of it is kind of generic. you know, Sora is the hero. Riku has that dark edgy personality. Kyrie's the sweet girl. And, and I think what I like about organization 13 is, even though like the name sounds big and it sounds massive and bad, they have all problems already. Yeah. And it's, it's not one of those where they start out as this big, powerful group, and then the problems begin and collapse. It's right in. They have problems right from the beginning. It is betrayal after betrayal. It's almost <laughs> like a Shakespearean play, if you think about it. Well, but see, here's the other thing, though. And, and I I, uh, I was going to bring it up like the
0: last – I might bring some of this stuff up again on the next episode, too, to be honest. But I, I, I just like that you hit on that. But what about the people that didn't play Chain of Memories?
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah. Because
0: because (laughs) if you think about it, because you're looking at as you watch the Chain of Memories movie, or re Chain of Memories, I should say, Mm -hmm. and we saw, like, oh, the organization's betraying each other. Now, take all of that away, and what if you just started, and instead of playing that, you just went into this game?
1: Oh, man.
0: Because most people did, because um, Kingdom Hearts... Uh, 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2, both on the PlayStation 2, whereas um, Chain of Memories was Game Boy Advance, so if you mm-hmm. really wanted to play that, you either have to find a ROM, or you have to go buy a Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Like, do you, do you think someone that didn't get into Chain of Memories would be totally confused at the beginning of this?
1: I, I think they would.
0: I think they would, too. I still say that. and And... Also, I think one of the big things that would be confusing for them is at the end of this, you know, they're called Organization Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Not all thirteen are seen in this game because they got rid of some of them in Chain of
1: Memories. Right. I, I think what it might be is, you know, they probably already registered for the name, and then like they got rid of them, and it's like, uh, we can't pay to call ourselves Organization Nine. <laughs> Let's just stick with the Thirteen.
0: Uh, and of course, you know, this certainly no coincidence that all our seasons are 13 episodes, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> he just loves the, you know, Namor just loves the, uh, the, the creator of Kingdom Hearts, loves the number 13, uh, FYI, Kingdom Hearts, the name itself, has 13 <laughs> letters, so, so <laughs> that's a thing too. Wow. Um, so yeah, so next time we're just going to show the secret movies. Well, there's one secret movie. It's kind of like you you know how you had that one in Kingdom Hearts 1 where it was the building and yes. Yeah, it's like one of those where like you have to do things in order to unlock it. Mm-hmm. And then there's something that's like a bonus boss that I think is somewhat important for you to see. Okay. Um, all right, tell us where people where people can find you, and then we'll head out of here.
1: All right, people can find me on Twitter at House of Bill, and you can find me on Instagram at MrBilliam85. As for
0: me, you can find me at That'sPodcasting.com, and That's Podcasting on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, with that in mind, we'll catch you next time for some more Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts.